phone Leave me a table I'll pop in a sambone on the run to the store you by the way coming to you live from the where am i i'm coming to you live from minnesota of course they're cleaning the windows of the hotel i'm at the oh we we had this we're in like a suite here like the team has a suite and my room hasn't been turned over because i've been like in the room on the off day of course when they turn over the hotel room so i'm like i'm not in my room we started like noon today so i have a little bit of a break in the morning so i wanted to come to you live is it like, is it true? Like the people in Minnesota, like they have a very different accent. Like, is it that, that darn betcha or you're darn tootin'? Like, do people talk like that? I don't think I haven't been here long enough, but I've been interacting with, the, of course, some local folks. And I, I, I haven't been like, <laughs> when I go to fit, if, if you even, if you walk into South Philly or you go to Bucks County or you go to Sea Isle in the summer and you hear this these accents, the, the Philly accents way stronger, way more drawn out than than it is from here for sure. Oh my God. I saw your post on LinkedIn. You find a good place to eat down there? Uh yeah. You know, I always try to get in and interact with the fans right away. I have places to eat, breakfast. I'm a huge breakfast off day guy. It's like the biggest treat to wake up in the morning, and be like, all right, I'm off. Where am I going to eat? Get some pancakes and an omelet. That's the same, that's the CT special for breakfast. Of course, we <laughs> Dude, and I got breakfast. <laughs> breakfast, of course, and then I, I love every meal. Um, so never I think miss oh, a meal, sand boners. Never look at me. But so I think the one thing too that I forgot to bring up to you pre-show, Mick, is I'm going, in my opinion, to the best Philly cheesesteak outside of Philly, and to and tomorrow. There you tomorrow. go. On, on when when this episode drops, I guess we're going to drop it. Uh, we'll probably drop it Wednesday, Thursday. I'm going to be at Tats Deli in Seattle, the home of my first Sam Bone in a stadium. Oh baby! And it's our post game snack, so you may be seeing another Sam Bone from the same location in Seattle. I love it. Bring down the house, my friend. And a different in a different uniform, of course. And that's how this league works. You're standing in December in Seattle wearing a Panthers uniform, and I'll be standing in August and in Vikings uniform and uh, doing a Sam Bone because, you know, the only thing consistent in his life in this life is Sam Boning, of course. That's it, man. It ain't easy being a Sam Boner, but you know it's sure as hell necessary. Sure as hell necessary. We got a beautiful show on our hands here, Sam Bone Nation. Appreciate everybody's love and support. Hope everybody's having an unbelievable summer. What is it, Kyle? We're coming up on 50 episodes of the Sam Boner Show, and I'm wow. super pumped to bring on a local product in Jimmy Morrissey, now an offensive lineman for the Houston Texans, LaSalle Pride, and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh University. So Jimmy's going to be coming on. on here. Yeah, Jimmy's going to be coming on here soon. <laughs> it's an absolute Sam Boner at heart. We drop a little top five sandwich action. He breaks out his burger list. The dude's a Sam Boner, dude. You got to love Wait it. Wait till you guys hear this list. And again, we're going to attach Jimmy to the back end of this. Mick and I wanted to get in front of you guys, do a little opener for the show. We did Jimmy a couple weeks ago. I actually signed or got an invite to work out in the middle of the show. I guess we forgot about that. But in the middle of the show, I got a call from my agent. Um, so That's you guys, right. Yeah, so you guys will see that. And uh, 
Dude, we got to drop that clip. That was hilarious, man. Yeah, that was hilarious. Actually, I think it was another show. I think Jimmy, I had to dip out again because the Vikings called in the middle of it. Uh, But we got to drop that clip. I held out to make sure I made made the team first. I didn't want to put that out there. That's like rule number one is like, don't broadcast that you're going for a workout because teams may be like, all right, bro, you're in this for the wrong reasons. But uh, yeah, no, Jimmy's great. I met Jimmy... um, You know, through a lot of friends in the Bucks County area, always knew who he was. And Mick and I get into it. Jimmy's grandfather employed my grandfather. Mick's family, you know, has tons of ties with the Morrissey family. They are like Philly royalty when it comes to just good people and business. Uh, so, no, Jimmy's a great guy, a great player. Amazing journey as a walk on to college. To do that, folks, is so hard. And then to get a scholarship, become a starter, become drafted, go to the senior bowl. Um, he, he's got a you know, great opportunity in Houston. This guy is so dedicated to his diet and eating. And then all of a sudden he gets off the rails and he pops up a beer list. I mean, a, a burger <laughs> list, for us, which is literally your jaw is going to be on the ground. And uh, the Sam Boner app will come one day and Jimmy may have his own section of Jimmy's burgers because Jimmy's burgers <sighs> it was unbelievable. I mean, he's going to hold his phone up folks and scroll through it. I don't want to, you know, kill the kid has a people. ton of accomplishments at a young age, but he has yet, to make his Sam Boner debut. So, Jimmy, if you're listening, let it rip. Listen, every football player is just waiting to make the team, and then they're gonna <laughs> re- they're just going to release them because they're nervous. And it's funny. I employ all these guys to do it because when I was in uh, Carolina, the owner's wife, Mrs. Tepper, right up to me, I see your food reviews. I love them. <laughs> uh, Dan Morgan, great Panther from Philly, went to Miami, played in Miami linebacker he's our assistant gm in carolina he's like dude keep up the sand bone reviews i think they're awesome nice. so nice. listen it is what it is everybody's having so much fun with food and booze now get into the sand bowlers, baby Why absolutely not? we wrap a little product around for everybody that just get in on it i'm gonna do a review i think i'm gonna go to if i have time i'm gonna uber to tats tomorrow night go meet them and uh Maybe do a quick review and then do a review from the stadium too. So we'll see. I got to see what type of time we have. Dude, but. that's what you know. That 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 all ties back into you know. And you see Portnoy doing it with the pizza, the festival. You know, we've been talking about this for years, like the ultimate cheesesteak festival. But not just Philadelphia, right? And it's going to be a hard accomplishment. Maybe one day we can put that little party on. But who does have the best cheesesteak? We're doing that. In We're the doing that. We're doing that. Uh, <laughs> We, we need to do that, like, and probably in January, like, or maybe the football season slows down a little bit. I really think we need to dedicate a show. But to dude, the it, you know, but you heard, like, it's, it's, you gotta, you gotta pre make the dough, I would have to assume, depending on where we hold the event. But, well, no, yeah, I'm not talking about the event. I'm saying we need to, we can do the event, of course. God bless. Yeah. I think we should do it. But my point is, I wanna find the best cheesesteak outside of Philly. Yeah. There you go. And, and we can do a whole, sh- whole show on that because I think Tats will be up there. Now, it's funny, my travels, again, talking to people, and they're like, hey, I saw your food reviews. I follow you on Instagram now, like people on the team, right? And then they're like, well, what's the best cheesesteak outside of Philly? I'm like, I think that's in Seattle is like one of the best ones I've had. So we got to have people on from all over. You know, we can have it, – it's easy. It's easy to do. I think, that there's, there's, I think there's some gems out in, like, Los Angeles, quite honestly. Yeah, who are they talking to? They're figuring out a way. They, they're, they're, uh, I was talking to Larry Flowers who came on my show. Larry's a legend. He's a jeweler. He's a Philly guy. He's the guy with Jack's, uh, the bar with when the blues were the worst team in the NHL and became the best team in the NHL. 
and they won, won the uh, Stanley Cup not too long ago. He's a Philly guy, but he's a jeweler for the Blues. He takes him to Jack's in South Philly. They say, play Gloria, play Gloria. He plays that yep. song, Gloria. So that's Larry. He's been on my show a couple times. He's a great guy, whatever. He says there's a couple, but not really. And he's a Philly guy. He's up in Margate actually right now. But long story short is, and we're off the rails per usual, I think we can find, we need to make a list of the best places we can go. Uh no, and that, that's the, that is the ultimate, and, and you know, outside of South Jersey too. Yeah, of course, of course, the area. There's a gem in New York called Federoffs. I heard is, is unbelievable. Uh, and and honestly, that that will go into the competition, right? Like, hell place yeah. in New York City, place in you know, uh, <clears throat> whatever, Florida, what if you could find them? Yeah, you know, no, I, I don't know. Mister Z's is good in Key West, but it's not. It's not a. It's always in the nines, Collins Hood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I'm a setup. Yeah, when when you're when you're uh, when you're eating good in the neighborhood and you got a couple of beverages in you, it's a nine, baby. I it's love it. I love it. Uh, before we jump into the the interview with Jimmy, you know, big shout out to our uh, our sponsors and friends of the show, the original Fudge Kitchen, FudgeKitchen.com, mm. shipping fudge all over the country. Great, great, great time to get your fudge game on. I actually went to a competitor the other day. No offense. Got some caramel popcorn, Colin. Couldn't resist. Had to pick up a nice little bucket of caramel popcorn. We are sandbone in the shore after all. So it's a beautiful time to sandbone some fudge. Uh, another shout out to our friends at the wharf in Wildwood, New Jersey. Uh, big believers of the show. Big believers of the sandboners. Doing unbelievable things there. I talk about it all the time. I'll talk, to, I'll talk about it till I'm blue in the face. The food, the food game there is excellent. Honestly, like I, for a bar at the Jersey shore, it's not an easy product to produce, but at the end of the day, I think the wharf does a hell of a job. Their cheesesteaks fire. The hot honey pizza is out of this world. They're serving up sushi, all times of cocktails, the backyard bar. Uh, what's it? There's it's no a campus, dude. It's a campus. Like yeah, you're right. It's a campus. It's a campus. It's like looking yeah. like these, these big bars, like in Ocean City, New Jersey, uh, Maryland, or like these big bars in different places. Like, there's like eight things to do. I think that's my, that's like the coolest thing for me. Like if I had to own a bar, you want to own a place like the wharf, right? It's like on the water, sunset every night, bar out on the dock, bar inside, indoor dining. You got a whole beach. You can pull your boat up to it. It's centrally located. That's the wharf. I mean, yeah. Last but not least, shout out to our good friends, McGurks. Absolutely crushing it. Um, in the fall, you'll find me at the Fort Washington or Horsham location. I believe they're adding a couple new locations as we speak. Just another all-around great bar, sports bar, awesome place to watch the Phils, awesome place to watch the Eagles, uh, very family-filled with just good people, good camaraderie. We take the kids there all the time. Uh, their cheesesteak, too. They claim to have the best bar cheesesteak. Like, that's another category, too, dude. And we broke that out last time we did Cheesesteak Month. I separated five different places to a bar category because look, you don't, it's not like you're just walking up to a, a sliding glass door and ordering a cheesesteak. You're posting up at a bar, getting a nice ice cold beer. There's a different strategy there in terms of what do you order at the bar? But if they got a good cheesesteak, <laughs> what goes better? Yeah. Than and it doesn't have to be elite. It doesn't have to be like this amazing cheesesteak, right? It's just gotta be like super solid and a great role. At the end of the day, at this time, at this, at this point, like with all these, freaking bakeries and this cooper sharp phenomenon this cooper sharp cheese phenomenon it's it's tough to screw up a cheesesteak again but unless you get yeah. completely slammed and that's tough to keep up with the demand but at the end of the day there's all the right ingredients out there come on put your noggin on 
it's really not that hard. Like you can look up literally how to make an amazing cheesesteak and people are making it like, uh, here's how Gino's makes it. Here's how this people oh. make it. Like you're, it's not that, I mean, again, I'm sure people listening are like, it's harder than you think. And I get all that, but like literally we had Tony Luke on here talking about how he, what type of heat he cooks the steak at with the cheese because it helps it melt together a unique way, blah, blah, blah. You're like, Oh, okay. That's unique. Now, <clears throat> When again, we were all over the place talking about categories. Houston, speaking of Jimmy Morrissey, Texadelphia supposedly is really good down there. My wife thinks it's better than any Philly cheesesteak. That's what she says. But I'm, dude, I'm being called out. My neighbor here down the shore works at Hank Sauce. He's a cook and he keeps peppering me. When are you going to come in and sandbone that cheesesteak? When are you going to sandbone that cheesesteak? I'm like, I didn't even know Hank's has a cheesesteak. I love their buffalo chicken dip, their wings are absolutely phenomenal. You got to get down there, man. Stop procrastinating. What are you doing down there? Maybe this week's the week. You know, you just get out there, drop a nice little cheesesteak sandwich. How far is that from your house? Nah, I'm on sick. About 20 blocks. About 20 blocks. Yeah, proud affiliate, fun. proud affiliate, Sam Boners. Use the promo code Sam Bone if you're going to support the Sam Boners and support Hank Sauce. Great, great oh, stuff. I wonder if, yeah, if, you, if you're ordering Hank Sauce, guys, like just pop in the promo code Sam Bone. Uh, support our brand, help, you know, support their brand and Hanks too. I wonder if Jimmy's been to McGurk's before. Probably. It's right in his na- neck of the woods, I would assume, right? If he's, if he's, if he was there, he certainly had a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool because they got the LaSalle stuff on the wall there. He probably got a picture right in front of our spot, McGurk's. I love Dude, the that's the beautiful part about it. I have some, I have some meetings lined up with McGurk's. Hopefully we can do another uh, show there in the fall. Good people. That'd be great. Yeah, they're oh, great. Yeah. We'll Get Jimmy there on the bye week. Ah, yeah. I think the nearest he comes is New York, the New York Jets. Yeah, yeah. He gets into that on the show. and He's getting married. His wife's from Boston. So he's, he's a great dude, man. He's, I think you guys are going to love the episode. He's, he's a beast. Now, before we go, listen, we talked about on the show last time we were in there together about Trey Turner, okay, and how this guy's going to turn it around. How cool is it, man? What a cool city. It is. It is. And I, I – I, 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 I overthought it, the whole thing. Like, I, I thought that people were, were actually booing him as he was coming up to the plate. Like, I would never boo somebody, Colin, just to out of spite of booing. And I'll get it. I know we have the toughest fans in Philadelphia, and Bryce Harper will, you know, express how he wish he started his career here because of that. You have to, there's, there's a certain toughness that you have to have here. But, you know, for a fan base to do what they did, get behind a guy that they really, you know, he's only been here. How long? Two, three months. They took a different approach and it worked out. And it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. The guy thanked them by, you know, putting a little billboard on I-95. Thank you, Philly. Like that I can't ever remember something like that happening in, in this history of Philadelphia sports, even in any city. I mean, honestly, that's a different type of approach. And it really worked off. It really worked out. Yeah, it's a fun Phillies team. I like the moves they made. It's going to be, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Anything else, for a fun ride. What else we got here before we send it over to Jimmy? Jimmy. Oh, man, no, dude, we're, we're coming coming near. We're 30 days out till opening day. Phillies are in an unbelievable pennant race. It's a beautiful time to be a Sam Boner. We're Sam Bone in the shore. Hit up all your shore classics, your novelty drinks. Back on the air with Mike Gill on ESPN Radio 973 every Friday for a happy hour segment. That dude loves to get after it. I knew he was Great at the dude. Duval Inn over the weekend getting his Sam Bone on. So it's oh, a lot of fun. Tune into that. Yeah, man, we're shaking. We're rattling. We're rolling. Yeah, we'll we're be Sam keeping boning. We're Sam Bone. 
and we'll be doing the infamous Cape May episode here either next week or the week after. I just got to talk to Mickey about scheduling and stuff like that. But yeah, man, alive. I, I do. I propose to Mick Sam Boners. I want to hear your thoughts. But uh... And last but not least, we do have a big tailgate event brewing. Oh, Save the date. Mark the calendar. November 5th, Eagles, Cowboys, 425. More details to come. Stay tuned. I'll be reaching out to some of my OG Sam Boners for some added support. Anybody else want to chime in, help out, reach out, shoot me a text, and we'll talk it up. Yeah, raising money for a great cause. We're going through all those details now, but it's going to be more than just a tailgate, silent auction, donations, local businesses getting involved to help a great cause. So we're interested in joining and chipping in and being a part of it. Just DM Mick at the Sam Boners for sure. Absolutely. All right. All right, Mickey. Jimmy Morrissey, man. The guy's a legend. I hope you guys enjoy him. Sam Boner out. Sam Boner out. The definition of what's a Sam Boner. I just see it on my uh, social media is that it's people talking about sandwiches and beer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. We'll give you a B plus. Did you get grades like that on LaSalle? We'll give you a B plus. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good one. <laughs> he didn't get good grades like that on LaSalle. The guy was an A plus student. Look at this cat. Walked on. He got into pit without football. That's big time. I love it. I love it. We got a, we got a lot of family ties, Jimmy. Before we get into that, though, you know, I don't get an opportunity enough to, to really kind of paint that picture and show the story. But real quick, I'll just kind of give you a, a landscape of it. It's a group of five, six friends of mine growing up as kids. Uh, we were on a text thread for pretty much our entire lives. And we started to get the big boy jobs. And we're working in the city. We're working in all the surrounding suburbs. We were always texting each other on this quest to find the best sandwich. So, you know, fast forward five years, we started to do these video reviews of all these places that we found, whether it be like in Rittenhouse Square, Montgomery County, Bucks County, Delco, and just constantly on our quest for the best to find, you know, who has the best cheesesteak, best hoagie. And then really at the end of the day, we would film ourselves doing this review. We became Sam Boners and our tagline became take, take a look, take a bite. And uh, when the pandemic hit, we realized we had something. If we could push this out there and get a community behind us to start Sam Bone, in which you're seeing, maybe we had something. So that's kind of what's going on right now. It's a bunch of foodie misfits, just hooting, hollering, having a good time, shouting out local places. Is yeah, we're, we're our theme this month is beer month, but for the most part, it's sandwiches. Uh, we figured just let's have some fun here in the summer, start showcasing and highlighting some different beers. Again, I know you two misfits are not allowed to drink right now because season is around the corner, but that's what Sam Bonin is in a nutshell. Couldn't be more excited to have you on today. I'm going to be honest with you. I reached out to your Uncle Paul last night, just kind of got a lay of the land of who you are, what you're all about, and he was sharing some really funny, funny stories. Your dad, Jim, and my dad, Joe McKenzie, uh, he's, his local watering hole is the General David in Southampton, so they run into each other for quite some time. But, uh, awesome. dude, the pride of LaSalle, man. Talk to us. <laughs> what do you want me to talk about? LaSalle? Know, what's going yeah. on? So, if we, if we, so if we just talk about LaSalle, like, this would be a long podcast. I love LaSalle. No, no. So, okay. That, right? So, here. No, I'll break it down, right? So, first and foremost, I, I've been informed that you hold the record for squatting 600 pounds at LaSalle. Is that true? Yeah, it was 615. Wow. 615. Holy shit. Yeah, it was uh, it was my it was our junior year or heading into our uh, junior season, I think it was. Oh, no, 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 it, it was junior. It was spring of junior year. I had six fifteen, and then after that, I've and after that, I've never touched 
I was going to say. I'm, I'm, I, will, I will not go near that number ever again. So whenever I'm back at LaSalle and I do see that number, I'm like, holy smokes. Wow, man. 615. How, how did that build up come to it? Like, did you hit a number before that? Was, and you're like, man, I think no, this is touchable. To give, I mean, this takes away from it a little. It was a box squat. But it's still a lot, but it's like it's a lot. It, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, no, at LaSalle, we had a good group of guys where like the four other O linemen that played on the line with me my senior year were like four of my best friends and all the same grade. We didn't miss a lift going into like from our sophomore to senior year. And we just pushed a lot of weight and loved working out. And it was like that point where we like all, you know, testosterone was pumping at that teenager year and we were getting beefy in the weight room. <laughs> is that what you guys were calling it, LaSalle? Testosterone? Is that Testosterone. what it was? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't have access to the good deer antler that the boys at Wood were. Oh, we just bunch Oh, of, you know, taking County, shots already. Oh, uh, Box County boys just drinking whole milk and doing push-ups, baby. No, it's good stuff. Who do, you, now, who do you pay credit there, Jimmy? Go ahead. I'm sorry, Kyle. Go ahead. No, it's fine. It, I, I guess I want to dive into around LaSalle because at Wood, where we were eating, right? And Mick and I were Wood guys. <laughs> Like, no, seriously, though, like yeah. we had you know, great diners. Perkins was next door. We had, you know, the, the pizza joint across the street, like all places we were walking to. Where were your places right around the south? You guys were grabbing big bites back in the day. To right get pizza, to honestly, honestly, it was Wawa. Wawa was where I mean, just it was close. Uh, quick drive. I remember I used to eat a Chipotle chicken cheesesteak of like a 12 inch one and uh, like a quart of chocolate milk. <laughs> disgusting i can't i can't even imagine doing that before a workout now but like whenever after school i want something to eat i'll go get a chipotle chicken cheesesteak and a giant thing of chocolate milk from mala and so jimmy your mom your your uncle paul tells me that your mom makes quite the killer baby lamb chops and buffalo chicken dip is that do you credit that to the 615 pound squat no, my mom, my mom helped me out a lot. She, uh, my senior year, I remember when I was going walk on at Pitt, I was like 270 my senior year. And I had a strength coach tell me like, dude, you got to be 300 if you want to play division one. And my, uh, yeah, Colin, you know, I mean, I got fat going into my freshman year and I, my mom would make me six scrambled eggs every morning and like a cup of oatmeal every, my mom was a really good cook or she really is a good cook. Her lamb chops are phenomenal. I love it. Now the eggs are the good stuff. The oatmeal is like the biggest fallacy in the world, like how it's like great for you. I mean, it's solid. Don't get me wrong. It's not like you're eating a cheesesteak, but that's just a fallacy. And we're getting a little nerdy nutrition stuff here. But I think it's cool yeah. to break down kind of what Jimmy does. You know, there's different guys in this league. You know, there's guys like me that eat a little bit, drink a little bit, maybe cross the line a little bit with both of them every once in a while. That's just kind of how it goes. And then, um, you know, train hard as shit and then have like big periods of just chilling out like I'm in now. Jimmy is extremely disciplined eats extremely well. Uh, I think it's really cool to break this down food-wise. I know we get off the kind of debauchery train and get into a serious train, but, like, Jimmy, what's your meal plan look right, like, now as you're getting ready to season? Like, take us through what you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like, on an ideal day for you. Yeah, uh, today was a training day. Uh, so I had uh, a mashed sweet potato with half a pound of venison, uh, a bell, ro oh, roasted bell pepper, and then um, – like half or a quarter of a raw onion and four eggs over easy for my breakfast. So it makes my breath smell disgusting and I have to <laughs> just about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I got I gotta brush my teeth again before I head into the, the weight room. But that's usually like Wait, what's the raw onion? What's that all about? What's that do for you? 
Uh, well, I mean, I cut it up. I dice it and throw it in there as just like a mix. I mix okay. it all together like a big hot. Just flavor. Thing. How'd you come uh, about this, right? Because there's different workout. Like I found kind of my mixture, which is like, it's pretty much a smoothie, but I don't break it down. I just like, so I, don't, I get all the fiber and everything from the fruits and all. That's how I make, how I eat my breakfast really. But um, how'd you come about that breakfast? So I, I've been always like in tune or very, I mean, interested, I guess, in nutrition and how I can whatever I can do to give myself an edge. And uh, through O'Neill, I met this guy named Nate Barry, who's with Wild Health, which is a, a health, I guess, organization. These two doctors started this company years ago. They were pretty much looking at like holistic health and like how to help people before they just go get prescribed medicine and like how to change their lives around. And there's a guy, Nate, who does like a professional athlete break off and he helps athletes. And I was talking to him like, hey, what should be a good breakfast? And he's telling me like on my high intensity days, have either like a, a sweet potato or a potato as like your starch. Uh, try to do like half a pound of like wild game meat. So venison, bison, elk, uh, and then do a couple eggs, some veggies, some spinach, peppers. And that's just like what I do now on my workout days. And it makes me feel great. It's not like a breakfast type meal, but I feel fantastic when I go to work out. And he's really helped me structure like my nutrition plan. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I can't say the same for myself there, Jimmy. As I, uh, as I look to unwind these last five or six weeks down the shore, maybe I should go on the NFL diet, Colin. I went, uh, I, when I was down the shore, I always tell my mom and dad like how hard it is to eat. Because like, when you go back to Philly, it's just – or Jersey, it's all sandwiches. It's sandwiches all day Bagels. So bagels. Pancakes, yeah. Breakfast food. So, so, Jimmy, I heard some other funny stuff. Who, so, who, who's the best cook in your family? Uh, my mom. Your mom's the best cook in your family. Talk to us about – I have to bring this up because I, I just think it's hilarious. But talk to us about your Uncle Joe betting you $1,000 to work in the pop-up has strong legs comment in one of your interviews. Yeah, so, Colin, my, my dad and my my uncle, they always give my grandpa a hard time. And he's just – my grandpa never really played sports, but he always says he has strong legs. And so my uncle was – when I had ankle surgery – like it was, you know, I was the only returning O lineman at Pitt. So I was getting like interviewed and stuff during spring ball. And my uncle Joe was like, dude, I'll give you a thousand bucks if you say like if you make if you make fun of pop up in one of your interviews and say you have strong legs. I was like, a thousand bucks, no way. And he was like, I'm dead serious. He's like, do it. And the one and the next interview, they're like, they like teed it up for me. They're like, So how's your uh how's your leg injury doing? And I was like, well, you know, I got strong legs because my pop up and it was like funny, like I started laughing, like I had to like hold back. But I know my dad and my uncle were like cracking up at it, and it just gave my grandpa a hard time. <laughs> That's the best, I watched man. the video, man. It was hilarious. Yeah. Your grandfather too, like the all ties. I was texting Mix yesterday. All ties lead to the Morrissey family in Bucks County and the Philadelphia area for sure, Montgomery County. My grandfather, your great grandfather, hired my grandfather way back in the day. He was a telecom Bell telephone guy. Really? And you guys are probably something to do with construction, I'm sure. I don't really know. But my dad's real proud to tell me that every time when that, that you and I are buddies now. And he always says, you know, my dad knew your grandfather, great grandfather or whatever that is. But no, <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Now, uh, you know, I, I'd be remiss to ask. I have to ask, like in Philly, man, like where's your cheesesteak spots? Where do you go to? Is it the mainstream ones? Is it the one, the local one? Is it the big time like Angelo's now? What are you doing? Uh, it is Steve's. Steve's Prince of Steaks. That's my, that's my spot. I like the the thick slice. Um, there's one off of – I know there's one downtown, but there's one off of Roosevelt Boulevard in the northeast, mm -hmm. which is like 
15, 20 minutes from where yeah, I grew my up. Archbishop Ryan. Yep. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's the one that I used to go to with my buddies. Um, whenever I wanted a good cheesesteak, uh, I love Steve's. I took my one buddy from Pitt there one time. And I mean, you guys know if you go to the, it's, they have a, they have a cheesesteak window and then they have the fries and drink window. And my buddy gets up to the order, the counter and he's like, look, it's packed. And he's like, um, I'll do a regular cheesesteak. Uh, yeah, I'll just do a regular cheesesteak. And the guy looks at me and goes, what? <laughs> Everybody like, <laughs> and the kid's from Pittsburgh. My buddy's from Pittsburgh. So he's like, what are they looking at? I'm like, dude, it's American or whiz, with or without. And that's it. Get out of line. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You got to hold true to that. Dude, Steve used to be my number one from like really? ages 15 through 30. Whiz, we used to go to the original on Comley. I'm still a big fan of Steve. That's a great, great shout out. Jimmy, talk to us about the uh, – we'll get into the top five sandwiches here in a second, but talk to us about your experience at the, the Beer Bowl in Sea Isle with Jason Kelsey. I mean, does it get any better than that? No, it was awesome. Uh, I saw you were there on social media. Yeah. I mean, yeah um, obviously, we didn't get to say hi. I actually slugged the beer with Jason. If you see him next time, I beat him by about two seconds. Did you get him? There you go. <laughs> I mean, the guy had 50 I'm beers that day. I hope you could take him down. <laughs> Holy cow. The place was packed. Uh, first off, Jason's an awesome guy. I've been fortunate enough to become friends with him the past couple of years. Um, super generous with his time and just everything you see on social media, that's how he is in real life. Uh, so I show up at like three o'clock and he's there and we're in uh, the poor house right next door where they have like all the guys hanging out. And Jason's like, yo, what's up, guys? And then he starts sleeping on one of the uh, booths. And I was like, what the, like, what's going on? He's like, dude, I've been up. He's like, I went to bed at like two o'clock last night setting up for this. And then I've been here since like, I don't know, 7 a.m. He's like, I'm exhausted. So he was able to re reboot real quick. Um, but then it was a madhouse. I mean, we were standing in line right before we about to get announced. And it was Trace McSorley, myself, and then all the Eagles guys. And Trace and I are looking at each other like, man, what? Like these people are going to be so confused when we come out. And they, they announced Trace first and they said Patriots. And so everyone started billing. I'm like, oh God. But then they said Houston Texans. And then the guy said local Philly kid, I think. And there was a, it wasn't a bad, like nobody booed, but a, I got a lot of Philly fans asking me, like, yo, who are you? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Man. I was surprised to see McSorley there. That was a, he was probably kind of the one that was the oddball in the group of yes. guys there. I'm not, I mean, he's been again, Penn State. So we all have the same agency and his wife, uh, they stay down in Seattle all summer. So he's become gotcha. friends with Kelsey. You wait next summer. Like I'm already vouching to bartend it. Like every guy that's had any association of football down there is going to be like, all right, I want to be a part of this. How can I help? And no, donate? it's pretty remarkable, Colin. $381,000 they raised in one day. Eagles autism. I mean, it was a, it was a blast. It was dude, a lot of fun. It really is. 50 grand's a lot of money. Yeah. Three, 380. Yeah. Now, Jimmy, now, Jimmy, who, who did you look up to uh, when, when you were growing up as a kid playing football? I believe, I, I hope you were an Eagles fan, right? It was Kelsey. It was Kelsey. It was it my was, how about that, right? So yeah, to be, you know, side by side with him, helping him raise money, that's got to be a cool experience for you. Plugging beers. Yeah. After, uh, after um, my, or my time, my time down the shore, we went home to Philly for a couple of days because my, my high school quarterback, Chris Ferguson, was getting married. So we spent a couple of days in Philly and I was at my childhood home and I was cleaning out my closet and I had a 62 Kelsey jersey and I just texted a picture to him. But it, it's cool to look back um, how I idolized that guy and now I'm lucky enough to call him a friend now and be able to work out with him. 
Jimmy, so that day, you know, you and I were able to work out after, and we've been working out a little bit in Cape May together. And um, you were just telling me some stories about that day, like fans just, you know, I, I thought it was a really cool story you told about, you know, Jason's wife and, you know, her making sure that everybody like donates too. Like if they're going to ask you to chug a beer, like can you tell that story and make them donate? I thought that was a really cool story that the Sam Boner Show listeners would love. Yeah. So Jason's wife, Kylie, uh, she's on top of it. I think she pretty much, runs majority of the event and i think she's been very involved uh with eagles autism and a bunch of charity events and she was earpiece in had the you know the shirt on and everything and she comes over to us and she's like you guys are going to hear this a lot but just so you know nobody drinks for free if they want to take a shot with you they want to chug a beer against you they're paying for it it's all for charity it's all for the eagles autism make sure everybody pays nobody's drinking for free and it was, it was just cool because like i mean it's obviously Jason's wife, but like she was running the whole show and Kylie was great. And she was just like, make sure everybody, they realize that we're here to have a good time with the Eagles players, but people are paying to drink. I love that, man. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Good. No, we paid, we had to pay a couple hundred bucks right when we walked in the door. I was like, whatever, man. It's all yeah. for a good cause. And he's yeah. a, just a great guy, man. Just a down to earth guy, regular Joe, honestly. He, he doesn't, he does, he does wonders for that town in Sea Isle. He was, uh, he was just out at the, uh, the mascot camp. My kid was in like the, the lifeguard camp at Sea Isle. He comes out day two, shirt off, doing Eagles chants with you know three hundred kids between ages five and eight. Like, come on, man, it doesn't That's get any awesome. better than that. It and is. I, I tweeted is. that video and I was like, if you could invest in a stock more than any player that you could buy low, like a mid to late round pick, undersized, so that stock would probably worth be worth pennies in the NFL, in the grand scheme of it. That was a great tweet. I saw that. Thank you, Jimmy. Now he's literally like Apple. Like he's known across the league. He's known locally in community. He hangs with the kids. He drinks with the adults. Like this guy, like what's he do wrong, man? His podcast is tremendous. Like they don't even have, they can just turn the mics on and stare at the camera for an hour and their podcast be their morning show. But it just so happens that they're great hosts. They prep their ass off. They work their ass off. Like I called, I did the, you know, NFL media boot camp with him. He was just tremendous and spoke to highly of you, Jim. And it was funny. He's like, no, you know, I there's so much food stuff in Philly. I don't know the Sam Boners. And then Mick got to meet him, and he's boom. Now he knows the Sam Boners. So I love it. I'm happy for it. Yeah, he's. A, I actually had a my uncle texted me that he was playing golf, and he, he was Jason was with someone else that was a member of the club, and he he was like, hey, that's Jimmy Morrissey's uncle. And my uncle was like with a a kid who actually I think just beat cancer, who's like a 12 year old kid. And Jason took time, went out of his way, like went up to my uncle, was like, hey, I heard you're Jimmy's uncle. Nice to meet you, and like. I thanked him. I was like, dude, you don't have no idea like how much he means to the city of Philly and to like just to see people see him interact and how normal he is and how good guy he is. Yeah, he's a legend. That's for sure. Now, Jimmy, to pivot, can you take us to your time at Pitt? Some of the great places you were just scarfing down sandwiches out there because I know you had to keep your weight on there, pal. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, my favorite spot to eat on Pitt's campus was Stacked. It's right in the middle of campus. They just put a rooftop uh, – patio up there it's a burger joint uh they have a bar it's actually where i had my first drink in college at stacked <laughs> but let's just say not to try to get them in trouble it's not like that anymore it's a very respected uh institution and every time anybody goes to pittsburgh i always say you got to go get a burger at stack burger and fries they have this thing called the stack challenge where it's uh it's 12 patties on a bun uh, a pound of fries and a large milkshake and you got to finish it in 30 minutes i did it in 24 
Now that's a Sam Boner. That's a Sam Boner. Yeah, yeah, I had a feeling. I had a feeling you were the ultimate Sam Boner, Jimmy. What about Tremanti <laughs> Brothers? That's like the that's like the staple in Pittsburgh, right? That, that was that was my next place. That's right across the street. Um, so I'm a big, I'm a huge burger guy. Stacked was my go-to spot. Um, once I became older, that was where that was the bar I wanted to go to because get a burger, beer. Um, but then if I was in the mood for a, not a burger, Permanti Brothers is my next spot. Um, great places uh, or great sandwiches, and they have a couple places across the city. That's great. So this is this is probably a good opportunity to segue into. So Colin and I, we 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 try to embrace as much debate as possible on the Sand Boner Show. We drop top five list probably once every two weeks, three weeks. Our last most recent top five was top five condiments. People chime in. They give you shit. Like, how did you not have ketchup on? How did you not have ranch on? Like, at the end of the day, this is an amateur hour, people. This is legit top five action. And it's funny. We decided to go with sandwiches for your episode, Jimmy. And I'm looking back on it. Yeah, we've ranked hoagies. We've ranked cheesesteaks. We've ranked places. But we've never ranked sandwiches, like individual sandwiches. And it sounds like burger is going to be your number one. But – Jimmy, give it to us, dude. What's your top five go-to sandwiches in the Sam Boner hood? All right. I actually got very excited making this list when you texted me last night. So <laughs> I love I put, it. I put a little bit of thought into it. All right. Number five, because we we're just talking about them, coincidentally, it's Primanti Brothers, the pastrami sandwich. Uh, you go in, it's one of their most famous sandwiches. It's pastrami, coleslaw, a handful of fries, uh, tomatoes on some toast. And I throw a couple Texas Pete, little Texas Pete uh, hot sauce packets on there. That just brings me back to college. I haven't had that in a while. And then it is uh, the pork leg and cheese on a croissant, or not a croissant, uh, English muffin. On the English muffin, uh, shout out to the Fishing Pier in Stone Harbor and Avalon. Really like theirs. Um, number three, which I feel like I might get some flack for this, but I don't care. I think it's always consistent, is the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, the original. <laughs> He's killing I think, it. I think no matter where you are, it's always hits the spot. Uh, road trip, do a football camp, and they have Chick-fil-A. You're traveling on the road, Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Always hits. It's consistent usually. Uh, number two, I have Cheesesteak American Wit from Steve's. And then uh, for number one, uh, Double Bacon Cheeseburger. It's my go-to. What a list. Oh, my God. Did he just knock our socks off? Double Cheese Bacon Cheeseburger from where? Uh, anywhere. I'm not in particular, uh, stacked, okay. I guess, if we're going nostalgic, but I do have, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a, a classic double bacon cheeseburger. I'm good with <laughs> What a legendary, I mean, this guy just stepped up home run derby that puppy right out the park. Mick, Colin, huh? I'm over here sitting here. I'm like, Oh shit. I should start, uh, you know, typing in the places. This two, this two came well prepared. <laughs> I knew it would be. These football guys are dialed in, man. We may look like dumber than a box of rocks, but Hey, Jimmy's detail oriented. He wants to make sure he's prepared for the show. Mick, I'll jump in. I'll give my list here quick or let you finish off. Please, go ahead. I got to fix mine up. I know. I just am <laughs> changing mine now. I'm going to go number five. Trim Poboy from Zydeco in Houston. Jimmy's had it. It's really freaking good, and that's number five sandwich for me. Number four, there's nothing better than a pork roll, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. To me, that is the mecca of breakfast sandwiches, a really good bagel, really good, you know, kind of a greasy egg mix. That's right up my alley. Number three, boy, oh boy, oh boy, the Italian hoagie, loaded, a little bit of mayo, oil vinegar, lettuce, tomato, onion, banana peppers, hot peppers, loaded up, 
Love a good Italian hoagie. Number two, the pork Italiano broccoli rob from any of the great places all over Philly. You can't beat the Italian pork sandwich. That that taste, that garlic, you can taste it literally for the next two weeks. You just reek of it. And then number one, I hate to be cliche, man, but Angelo's cheesesteak. I've never had anything like that in my life. I think it's the best sandwich in the world. And, you know, people would say I'm biased or whatever. I don't have any bias. I, I ate John Rose pork, which was amazing. And then I had that. And it, to me, it's not really even that close. I was blown away by Angelo. So that's my top five list. What do you got, Mickey? Nice. I'm surprised that the Italian wasn't too, because you always come in with the CT special. I know. Jimmy, when he does his Sambona reviews, he'll, he'll Sambone half the cheesesteak and then the other half the Italian hoagie. Quick question, Jimmy. Have you ever had Angelo's Pizzeria in, in South Philly? I haven't. Are the Eagles on the schedule? They're uh, No, they're not. Damn. Where, where do you have no Buffaloes on the schedule? What's, what's the closest you come? Uh, we play Jets at MetLife. There you go. Yeah. Probably should be able to come to that. Sam Boner trip. Road trip right there. All right, I'll bang out my top five, too. Nothing even near what you guys just did. Well, well prepared. Uh, I'd be doing the turkey and cheese hoagie at this service if, it, if I wasn't throwing it in the top five. So I'm going to throw that at number five. There's nothing like a nice <laughs> turkey and cheese sandwich, pickles, mayo, maybe some sweet peppers, lettuce, tomato, on salt, pepper, oregano. Silvio's is my top in Hatboro. Shout out Silvio's. Number four, I'll go chicken cutlet, Italiano. There's tons of great places in the city. A couple that stick out, Matt Marie's, Dolores's. There's all types of variations of chicken cutlet. Yeah, it's a it's a heavy sandwich, but gotta love the little you know sharp Italian, the sharp probe, the spinach rob or the broccoli rob or whatever. Number three, I don't think any of you guys mentioned this: a chicken cheesesteak. Big chicken cheesesteak fans here at the McKenzie household. My favorite chicken cheesesteak. Shout out to uh, McNally's in Chestnut Hill, home of the Schmitter, which happens to not be on my top five, but their chicken cheesesteak. Schmitter is a good one. That's an honorable mention. That's an honorable mention for sure. Uh, number two, I got to go Italian hoagie. I don't have a specific place. Little oil, a little mayo for this Irish potato. Any Italian bakery nearby does a great Italian hoagie. And last but not least, I'm with Colin. Cheesesteak fried ons all day. Angelo's, John's roast pork. We're back and forth. Like I said to you earlier, Jimmy, I used to be a Steve's guy. My, maybe my palate changed because I was more of a cheesesteak whiz. Their American white sauce is dynamite, but as I got older, I fell more in love with the chop, American, Cooper Sharp, so we'll go cheesesteak number one. Good stuff. really is. That's a good yeah. list, boys. I, sandwiches. I, I had the places in mind when I put these on, and then Jimmy, again, raised our level, Mick. That's why we have these wonderful guests on the Sam Boner Show, brought to you by Not For Long Media, because he says, I like this, I like that. Now, Jimmy's Idaho Kitchen in Houston. My 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 let's see my wife's uncle's restaurant that's really good. What are some of the spots you're nomming down in Houston? I know you're a healthy eater, but there's some. I think Houston is one of the best food cities in our country. Oh, it's phenomenal! It's it really is. It kind of reminds me of Philly a little bit. They have a lot of similarities. Uh, I actually this will probably make the Sam Boners proud. My buddy Charlie Heck, he's a tackle on our team. The past couple weeks, every Sunday, we try a new burger joint. And if you guys see, I have, I leave reviews on. Dude, <laughs> these are just these are private. These are personal. If someone asks me if they want a, a burger spot in Houston, I got it dialed up. Um, my favorite burger right now in Houston is the Lankford Grocer. It was uh, 
place started in like the forties. You pull up, it's got like the red and white uh, checkered uh, picnic tables. It looks like a grocery store kind of, but you walk in, they make the best burger I've had in Houston so far. Wow. Uh, also have had the burger bodega this past weekend. I had, a, have you guys ever had a chopped cheese? Yeah. So that's like a cheese steak, but it's burger meat chopped up. Yes. Yeah, exactly. chopped cheese. The big new, it's a, it's a big, it's a big thing in like Northern New Jersey, like North Jersey. Yes. The guy from New York city. Um, and so, so I had a chopped cheese for the first time this past weekend and it was awesome. I was thinking about putting it on my list. They're big, man. They're big. Dude, that's a lot of fun, man. Dude, holy shit. You came well prepared. You, you know, you got to do me a favor, Jimmy. I need you I need you to make a uh, – if you're allowed to do this in season, I need you to make a little Sam Boner debut. A Sam, yeah, I would love to. And likely that's going to probably be with a burger. Maybe we'll do burger month next month. At the end of the day, there is no rules in Sam Boner. We just use that monthly theme to kind of keep it more structured, keep it more organized, get people behind it. Beer month's been a lot of fun, obviously. But, you know, there's no rules here at Sam Bones. We're just having fun, chopping it up. Can't thank you enough for coming on, man. Great to meet you. I've, I've known your, your family for such a long time. I hang out with your Uncle Joe and your Uncle Paul all the time. Like I said before, your dad and my dad chop it up from time to time in the local, you know, Southampton hood. Wish you best this year. Is this season two now in Houston? Three. Third year. That's season three. Wow. Yeah, wow. Out. What are we looking – what's it looking like? High hopes? Hopefully, yeah. We'll see. Can't, got camp on Tuesday, um, ready to roll and see what happens this year. Should be a lot better. We got, got new coaching staff and it'll be a lot of fun. Win some games. Dude, that's awesome, man. Wish you all the best. Appreciate you jumping on. Can't wait for that Sam Boner debut. And uh, maybe we'll see you in New York with the Jets game. Great. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Jimmy.